Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan. And we are finally back with our bi-weekly book recap. This week's pick was Lana's Choice, Maybe Uh, Someday by Colleen Hoover. I love that you took credit for that. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, we don't always say, like, it's her choice or her choice. We'll usually talk about it at some point. But, like, I just Mm -hmm. need to upfront own this. I won't call it a mistake. I'll call it a choice. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, listen, it's not, this is not the worst book I've ever read. It's just, I feel like high praise. This isn't the worst book. (laughs) All the co-hall people listening to this are like, I love that book. No, you didn't. You just think you did because it's her. I'm going to get like TikTok messages like co-ho is live. I'm sorry. Um, Um, hmm. Well, we did, we got so much good feedback on our first episode, which is just, we we still don't know what our, we're doing, but like, we really didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we did Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover. And although it was tragic and traumatic and sad, but also there was some steamy parts too, like, right? Every freaking Colleen Hoover has steamy parts, but it's just, it wasn't the same for me. It didn't hit the same. I but. We were going to banter and talk about our lives, but you guys, we've just been busy with book club and other stuff, and we pretty much spent an hour decompressing before (laughs) recording, so we just want to get into this. We've left you waiting on this book because we made this choice like a month ago. I'm sorry. We will get back on a regular schedule, and it's probably going to be Monday nights and like release it Monday night or Tuesday morning, however it works out, but yeah. That's probably going to be how it goes going forward. It's just easier. We used to record on Sunday nights and then just life. Like, I think I'm going to blame the Bills season. I was just going to say the Bills play on Sunday and it just kind of affects everything. Like I'm either in a bad mood or like I had too much of a good mood and I'm exhausted. Like Sunday's just not. We're done for Sundays, guys. I think it makes us in for shit. Yeah, sorry. Don't call us. We'll be watching the Bills. But I think it just makes Monday more exciting too, because Monday, you know, Monday's Monday. It's like it's a good, business. it's a good Monday thing. Like, yeah, I'm always excited to talk to you, especially on a Monday. I know, and we've both again been very busy. Like, we haven't just been not talking to you guys. We've been busy and like barely talked to each other. Um, I did get you a signed Tessa Bailey book, which I was so excited about. It's so silly because like, we probably could just like message her and be like, hey. <laughs> But for some reason, I needed to go to Brooklyn and go get you. (laughs) (laughs) To be clear, you didn't go all the way to Brooklyn to get a signed Tessa Bailey book, but yeah, no, it was there. True. Okay, you guys, I was trying to sound like a really good friend. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry. No, (laughs) Um, I thought you were trying to sound like a really big fan, which we are. Which we yeah, that too, that too, that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was hoping to find like um just like one from the vault. There was a runaway girl there, but it wasn't signed, and I'm like. I really wanted that one. I don't, it was a nice floppy one. You know, that TikTok video where Mm, she's like mm -hmm. testing the flop. It was perfect. And I'm like, I love a good flop. Signed. I'm like, why? Whatever. Anyways, let's talk about Colleen Hoover and this book. This book felt like a bad Netflix movie. Wow. That is such a great description. You know what I mean? Like something that like maybe not even Netflix made like Hallmark channel, like just something that 
you're trying to make it cute. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. It would be like if this was a Christmas movie, like, I'm going to watch it because it's a Christmas movie, but not because it's the greatest, like, thing I've ever seen or, yeah, like, my like, favorite. Like, the definition of corny. Um, yeah. Like, because so I think we can corny. all agree it's fiction for a reason, but Colleen Hoover's books are so dramatic and so tragic and so, like, the scenarios and the circumstances of how people know each other and meet are just so out there. Yeah. And you're like, I could buy one of these weird scenarios, but the fact that you have 42 of them in one book is just (laughs) so crazy. I know, Um, I know. Like maybe a brief description, I guess. Hold on. What are the characters' names? Yeah. (laughs) Because listen, I'm already, as much as I'm fucking shit talking this book right now, I'm already on the second one. So fuck off. Oh my God. It's very funny because I was like done. I'm like, this is how it ends for me. I'm really into this one. But I just have like I'm like, all over I'm the, like I'm all over yeah, the no, place. I didn't even know in getting into it that there was multiple, except when I went to look for the audiobook and it was like, Do you mean maybe now or maybe not? Yep. And I'm like, What? And you're like, no. I'm sorry, what? Oh my god, there are multiple. Oh my god, because I hate like I hate reading something and then realizing it's like part of a series and you're like, shit. Because if I okay, like so- it, I really gotta be into it. These are college kids living in like a dorm apartment situation. And like from this courtyard, you can see from one um, patio to the other. Right. Right. And this girl, Mm -hmm. this girl had, you know, her female roommate and then her boyfriend would come visit and um, she would. So whatever. Right. The two girls live together. And then there's Mm -hmm. Hunter. Hunter was the boyfriend or Hunter. Yeah. Okay, whatever, the douchebag. So anyways, roommate and boyfriend start sleeping together. But before that happened- Has been sleeping together. Had been sleeping together casually. That was super fucking weird. Well, they've been dating for like two years. But like, meanwhile, this girl, you know, had this like little infatuation with the guy across the courtyard who'd like play guitar. And it's like, why wouldn't you? He's talented. He's good looking. Like, of course, you're going to watch him while you quote unquote do your homework. (laughs) you know so then of course because again here's another scenario that's like of course this Mm. um she just writes lyrics for these songs right right (laughs) he starts singing them and it's just like okay then meanwhile guy who plays guitar is watching the roommate fucking the boyfriend he knows this is going on but he's like i don't really know this girl and he does like a what well, i'll just call it like a love actually with like the sign where he's like call me but oh i was gonna say taylor swift yeah, yeah, yeah. okay that. More, more that yeah yeah <laughs> like on the notebook you know writes hey here's yeah, my yeah. number and she's like god oh, you know i have a boyfriend i can't really text this guy which is hilarious it's like girls you're allowed to talk to people, especially if they're like live in your building. Maybe if it, you know what I mean. He, what if yeah. he actually was telling you your boyfriend was sleeping on you, which he didn't have any intention of, which became an right. issue later, probably. But like exactly, like it, there's nothing wrong with meeting people and making so friends. Sydney, Sydney, it, it makes a difference if you're actually trying to you know date or hook up with somebody or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, which I mean, it, that's all you had to do. She said, like, I have a boyfriend. He's like okay I don't care I have a girlfriend like just tell me your what's your number here yeah what are you singing (laughs) yeah like what are you how are you singing like I don't even know the lyrics to the song song and she he like I don't know basically like eggs are on enough for her to send lyrics to a song that he plays Mm -hmm. he loves them 
And he's like, okay, I have to try to like convince this girl because he's going through writer's block. Please help me like write lyrics to like these songs. Like I'll give you royalties, like whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's like, okay, da, da, da. And they start this like working relationship of writing lyrics for the songs. And he's like, she's like incredibly like talented at all of this. And like you said, he has a girlfriend, Maggie. She's got her boyfriend, Hunter. This guy knows that Hunter is cheating on her. He can see it through the window, but he doesn't know how to bring it up. He doesn't think it's his place. You will he know you're going to kill the girl, messenger, right? And like, he doesn't want to scare her off and write and have her be like, okay, kill the messenger. I'm not going to write songs with you anymore, mm-hmm. which is selfish. So <laughs> yes um, and no. I mean, yes and no. It is weird. If you do not know somebody, that's a very weird thing to like put to them. But anyways, mm-hmm. it all comes to a head, right? She thinks that the boyfriend and the and the roommate are throwing her a surprise party. She texts her friend and is like, hey, like, can you see if there's like people on like the balcony or whatever? Like she thinks Ugh. the surprise party's happening and he's like, He's like, not so much. There's no surprise party, babes. Um, mm. and so finally feels bad enough and tells her what's she connected. Going on. The, did he feel bad enough or did she slowly connect the dots? Or he she, said it and then she was like, Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Like yes. Duh. Yeah, so she because she thought originally something was going on, and then she remembered that it was her birthday, and she's like, Oh, they're planning my birthday, right, that's right, why they were right. together. So when he says, like, no, okay, now I need to tell you this, it's not like she's gonna be like, No, they're not, because she already has she's like, Wait, they were at the same Italian restaurant, and now he's what? confirming it, right? Yeah. yeah, so she gets in there, blows it all up, punches her friend. Which is how this how the story starts, right? I and just then punched goes, my best friend. Goes outside in the pouring rain, nowhere to go. Of course, it's purse, pouring all rain. The things. So the guy again, he lives across the ridge. like building ridge, right? Mm-hmm. Ridge sends one of his roommates to go outside to get her to get her things and let her stay in like the guest room. And was she in her Hooters uniform at the time, Bridget? <laughs> Yeah, so Bridget, who goes to get her, is like in a Hooters uniform, and she's like yelling at her. She's a bitch. And none of this thing has none of this has been like talked about or flushed out. So she doesn't. Sydney doesn't understand why this girl in the Hooters uniform is like, "Come on, let's go!" And she just mm-hmm. kind of like blindly follows her in this like haze of like despair, realizing when she gets in that where she is is Ridge's apartment. She's pissed at him because you know he waited to tell her and she doesn't like that like this is her only option basically Mm -hmm. um and in all of this finally realizes that this entire time bridge is deaf which is so crazy when like bridget's yelling at her because she assumes she was (laughs) she assumes she's deaf which is great wait this is totally an aside but it is about the book like so I start reading this little novella. Like this one's like a, an average Colleen Hoover, like maybe 350 or something around there. But like this novella is like 120 pages. And again, if I wasn't traveling, it would definitely be over. But it is yeah. spicy. It's really good. It's it's called the maybe someday or whatever. It's 1.5, but it's a prequel to this. So I feel like it should be oh. like a 0. 0.5. Um, yeah. it's like the story of how Bridget became the roommate mm-hmm. and it's all so far it's all through Warren's perspective love that it is I like that so man. cute yeah like honestly I think you would like it like just I request it from the library for free like wait when it comes it comes it's a quick one it's very <laughs> spicy 
And you just kind of fall in love with Bridget, actually, when like she was totally a side character in this. Yes. Yeah. And she's I mean, she's like a scary side character. Yeah. Like but thing. She, it becomes endearing. And I, I we both love when that happens. Like, oh, this character's, you know, richer. Right. Deeper, you know, anyways. Yeah, so they start writing music together. They start writing music together. Living she together. A roommate. She gets, she's in this very weird, right? There's very weird co- host of characters. It's not like she's just living with Ridge. It's Ridge, his friend Warren, this girl Bridget. Bridget and Warren have it's this very like, secret relationship. College apartment, right? Where it's two bedrooms with a bathroom in between. Four and bedrooms. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. sorry, and then the two bedrooms. are the bathrooms. Right, correct. So four bedrooms with two bathrooms and like each person shares. So Warren and Bridget share a bathroom. Right. And imagine Ridge that and enemies Sydney the lover share a bedroom. Situation yeah. of going from bathroom to bedroom. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, Anyways. this whole thing's going on, whatever. She, you know, they are writing music together, Ridge being deaf she's learning a lot of ways that like he adapts in the world to like hear music to feel music to understand things and they get very close because it's like he's you know wants to put his hand on her chest and like her sternum to feel the vibration when she's singing and different Mm -hmm. things like that where he's like in her personal space and he's doing it in like a musical way and she's feeling something and you know there's I mean each other eyes eyes, but right but eyes and all the things whatever and he's got this I don't want to lead you on I just want to wrap my whole body around you (laughs) I just want to lay on top of you and hear your heart all sleep next to each other but it's fine it's fine right so just just silliness whatever they realize that like there's like something there and she's very much like you know um he the one night that they do fall asleep um next to each other they wake up in the morning in like a panic because they thought that his girlfriend Maggie was coming she didn't know he had a girlfriend she thought maybe someday there would be something Mm. and now she's like absolutely not I'm not gonna do what my boyfriend and girl you know best friend did to me like da 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 has this big old talk his whatever like and you know they're they do this like ridiculous you know that they're trying to keep boundaries so when they're feeling all lovey-dovey for each other they need to hear something gross about the other person yeah so it's like I eat my toenails like it's just stupid things that that it's very obvious that they're gonna something's gonna happen all of this is via like i chat or something like via their laptops they would like chat with each other as if like this is aol like imagine aim if you're old enough to know that Um, like they would just chat with each other that way because she did not speak asl or i'm sorry not speak um is that i don't Mm -hmm. yeah sign language yep i know but like speak asl yeah she doesn't speak asl okay it is you Mm -hmm. you took a whole course on it you are very knowledgeable okay i didn't know if that was like the not proper because you're not always like using your mouth and it's still considered that. Yeah. That's cool. Now yeah, it's I know. Your way of, yeah. It's your way of speaking. Yeah. I keep learning more and more about this because like a book like this, you know? Yeah. And then I keep having true biz come up and I read some of it and then my just TBR list is just out of control. And I'm like, I want to dedicate myself to this book because it seems so good. But anyway, back to Sydney and Ridge and their weird relationship. I feel like we could, this book is so long. We could do such, I feel like we should just bullet point all the trauma for each person 
you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, find out Maggie over. has has a chronic illness, and that's why he can't break up with Maggie, his girlfriend. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then Maggie, we find out, was pretty much the whole time like, okay, I felt like you were kind of holding me back like this whole time. Like you're treating yeah. me so delicate, like I can't live and I only have a short time to live. Like I want to go live and I love you and that doesn't change. Like it's just yeah. this bittersweet, like I can tell you're in love with her. Like you, I can see yeah. it. Like, right. Like you love this person and you've loved them for a long time and like- and and then you find out too that like Warren dated her first, but then like oh she was in love with Ridge and like Ridge like waited a year to ask her out. <laughs> and, and Warren just, like, was like Warren took her virginity, I think it was uh, something yeah. too. Yeah. So like it then Warren bad. hates Sydney because he thinks that Sydney's trying to steal him and doesn't understand and just all this stuff accumulating to them kissing, Maggie finding out breaking up with him reading the whole chat after she has like a medical emergency so she's like in her hospital bed reading it yep she read all of the notes in between them which is them saying like you know they kissed kissed, yeah that's it right they're never gonna do it again he's really really trying to be with Maggie like all this basically Maggie's like okay so like I'm like this difficult thing for you because you can't possibly you know do whatever anyhow they you know they have a conversation Sydney moves out immediately Warren feels bad helps her get into like her new place whatever she moves on with her life uh Maggie moves on with her life because her and Ridge have always been doing long distance and then Ridge just like you know missing her whatever has a show coming up and decides, you know, he needs to see her, see how it's going, da 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 gets her information from Warren, shows up, and she's like, this is fine, but, like, bye. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to be second choice. I'm not going to be whatever. Like, I don't want any part of this. Like, go figure it out with Maggie. And then Warren talks to her and convinces her to come to the concert. She comes to a concert he's gonna play he's gonna sing da 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 and oh that's the that's the other saddest part about this whole thing is that he really doesn't talk but he can and it was because his dad didn't like how he sounded and it's just something I've never thought of for a child Mm -hmm. as a mom with two five-year-olds with disabilities I couldn't imagine telling your child to not speak because you're embarrassed by how they sound like it makes me want like one of my daughters is nonverbal and that just makes me like really want to cry to think like someone would do that to their child and then on top of that to not even fucking bother to learn ASL when you find out your kid's deaf right. is just mind-blowing to me you right you don't want him to speak but you also don't want to learn his language to I mean, communicate with him oh that part like it just got me mad like there were and then beat up the little brother because tell him to shut up like he didn't think he was translating yeah no just like there's so they all they all everybody basically this book is everybody needs to go to therapy and here's why (laughs) um a lot of colleen hoover books are that i definitely tapped a few things but yeah so you know they take some time they um she goes to this concert ridge makes like this like appeal to her he speaks for like the first time Mm -hmm. just to like kind of like plead with her and she signs um like maybe now or something to that effect Mm -hmm. um 
to him as like a, you know, whatever. And so then it's like, oh my gosh, now they're finally going to be together. So they, um, you know, they go to have sex and like, it's final, like they go to have sex for the first time. Cause this entire book is just everybody pining for each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they go to have like sex for the first time. And she's like all in her head and freaking out and all of these things. So he puts earbuds in and um, does it. So she can't hear anything. Hmm. So like, she's deaf like him. So she just has to like feel it. And then it's like, you know, like they're cut like, off one of your senses. You know? Oh my God, it's the best. Da, 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 da. And like, so then they have sex. And so I'm assuming, <laughs> so I just basically like looked up like what the synopsis was for like the next book. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, now what happens? Like they got together, like, okay. And I guess it's like, you know, um, the next book is them navigating like their relationship and whatever, and the music and all that stuff. But also that Ridge loves Maggie as if he's not in love with Maggie, he still loves Maggie. So he's trying to k- keep up with her and touch base with her and check in with her. And that's making Sydney jealous. And like, you know, she knows how she got him and she's afraid she's going to lose him that way. And just like, I don't know, whatever is like, that's kind of what's going to go on in that book. And I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care enough. Like, I'm glad I they don't, got, don't care. I just yeah. like, I'm like, okay, they got together. It's the end of the Hallmark movie. I don't need to continue. I think a Warren Bridget prequel, both of those characters were entertaining AF mm-hmm. and I think it'd be a good thing to read. But do I care to continue the story of Sydney and Ridge? No. I know. I'm wondering if, like, maybe this novella by the end of it will have me interested in them again or maybe. how that ties in. Like, maybe yeah. it ends with her on the doorstep, you mm-hmm. know, even though, again, why wouldn't it be 0.5 instead of 1.5? Doesn't make right. sense. But neither here nor there. I tabbed five things and they weren't even, I don't think all of them were like that deep, but I'll just share. If yeah. you have any, we can bounce back and forth if you want. But I tabbed like, this was at the beginning when she found out that Hunter, her boyfriend, cheated on her <clears throat> with her roommate, best friend. I think the fact that I misjudged him pisses me off more than the fact that he cheated on me. And I was like, damn, felt that in my soul. Felt, felt that, that in my, my soul. Core. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. when you just feel like a fucking moron. Um, yep. And then, wait, he can see the confusion on my face, but he still doesn't explain himself. Instead, he resumes texting when my phone receives another message. I look at the screen. Wait, why did I tab this? Oh, just a moment. I guess I just tabbed when the, the realization that he's deaf, I guess. Oh, I see. Um, I don't know why. I'm like, I guess that was a huge talking point as if we were going to forget about it. Right. Um, oh, God. I'm... I also tabbed the part about his brother and the ASL and it just killed me <laughs> like his poor brother. So his brother, um, Brent, Brendan, Brennan, Am I something like that. that. Mm-hmm. Cause Warren's the roommate. And I think it's like Brennan is the brother. Um, so Brennan's room is the room that's available because he's on tour with the band sounds of Cedar. Um, yeah. Which, okay. I did think she's that, like, that, oh that my was, God. <laughs> I thought, that, on the radio. I thought that was I will say I thought that was like the coolest thing mm-hmm. is when he explains why it's named the sounds of cedar I thought that oh, was really great. I know that was deep like that goes back to the when we're listing off trauma like 
um, hey, go in your room. Like you're basically an embarrassment, right? Like, hey, because you talk like funny, if you will. Yeah. Um, differently. Like, mm-hmm. we're just going to put you in our room and I'll, we'll have our family, our, you know, not family, like their friends over and party. And he would just hear the sound of the music on the floorboards. Um, that's just interesting. Like that's how he learned yeah. tone and whatever. Right. Everything. <laughs> just sit with his ear on the floor for hours as a little kid. And that's how he, that's how he would know to like go check on his brother and change his brother's diaper. It was when the music turned off. Like he was taking care of his baby brother. Like it just, yeah. Like they just took care of each other. I, mm-hmm. I loved them together. Like, yeah, no, the brothers, like this mm-hmm. is what I like. It's so coho is like, it's such it's a corny like, eye roll so out there eye roll and so sad like so much going too, on right like the family trauma and you know the the found friends and like just all of those things like it's I just like honestly could have done without them dating like I would have read this. I could have done without the like music part, which is weird. I thought I would really like it, but it was just so yeah. Ugh. But it was just I felt like it was kind of one of those weird things of like he's deaf, but he's a great guitar player. Well, let's add this little quirky number in there, and it's like yeah, it could ju- just he could just be deaf. Why does he have to be like a, right. a musician and all these other things too? Yeah. I don't know. It was fine. That. It was fine. It was just like, I, I personally, I don't like some people just love coho. And I really liked, I feel like I like a different kind of coho. Like I liked Verity coho. Yes. Verity and Layla was wild. I've heard people one. are like, oh, like there's, the there's no bad love. coho. And then they're like November 9th. <laughs> so I've never even wanted to try November 9th. Cause I've just heard. But there's people who are like, I just love it. So you're like, well, what's the truth? Like, are you just, you a, just like a coho purist? Do you just want to cry? Gonna... Like, that's my question. I don't know. Who hurt you? Like, Why someone... do you just want to cry when you read books? Because that's what happens. And Verity, no. But the rest of them, speaking of Verity, the new, I know this is oh, off the rails here. I got to read the chapter. Everybody knows there's an extra chapter for this book. And I just feel like <laughs> I read it and I just am like, what is going on what is going on and it's like did you write this after because everybody was crazy in the you know are you team letter team manuscript Mm -hmm. is that why this is like a thing now or is it like this thing that you left out because you didn't think it fit and now you're like "Mm, maybe this actually fits and makes sense Hmm. Um, I think probably as a writer you you think about it yourself like long after and your brain's like Hmm. You just kind of write it down and then you're like, well, oh, hey, let's release a special edition. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, please read it for random recap so we can talk about it because coming up on random recap. Fucked up. up. Wait, like I hate the the corniness of these like parts of these books, right? But Mm -hmm. then I find myself tabbing shit like this, okay? And just prepare yourself for the corny. I'm afraid. This is toward the end, like after the hospital thing and like she's moving out and like Warren's driving her to the new place. And it's like Warren cranks the car 
then reaches over and squeezes my hand because Warren and her aren't like really that close. No, he and he just his... snapped at her. Mm-hmm. And today is a really bad day, Sid. A really, really bad day. Sometimes in life, we need a few bad days in order to keep the good ones in perspective. Like it's so corny, but then I was like, damn, you know, I mean, it's fucking true. <laughs> Sometimes like cliches, I mean, they're cliches for a reason because they're true. But yeah, yeah. No, I mean, right. I feel like in most of these books, I'm like saving something and I'm like, oh, this is actually really great. Um, Like what the, um, you know, like it reminds me of like those, um, remember those like quotes when you'd have like your MySpace page? Oh God. Yeah. It's cringe, but you're like, yeah, they're like from like chicken soup for the teenage soul. And you'd like put that on your, your MySpace page. Or like your AIM, like away message, you know, it's like, oh my God, some type of quote, something so emo. Okay. Here's my last tab. I'm sure it's also emo. It's because it's from 308. It's toward the end. I don't know why I'm trying to hide my reaction from him, but isn't that what people do? We try to hide. We try so hard to hide everything we're really feeling from those who probably need to know our true feelings the most. Hmm. Like, it's so true. I feel like Mm -hmm. I could be so open and honest. Oh, sorry. Um, on like TikTok or whatever, but then like talking to people close to me, like sometimes I think it's just you, you already see the scenario in your head and you're like, I don't like pick your battles. Like, is the Mm -hmm. outcome of me speaking about this worth it or not? And I think there's always a thing of like strangers on the internet like there's more likely chance right that there's somebody out there that feels the way you do versus mm-hmm. maybe like in your inside circle maybe right. not right it's and like if a they don't group. if they don't and they're rude like I can take people who don't agree with me but like you don't have to be rude about it um yeah. so if and they it's are, different you can if easily it's block them can easily block family right exactly like it's different if someone on the internet's like that's stupid and you're like okay cool I don't care about your opinion but if it's someone that you care about you're like oh that hurt oh my god yeah. yeah so I gave this that. probably I don't know if I gave it the worst rating I think I gave it book, a three. but I gave it a three I think I gave it a three which but... if you know me if you follow me a bunch of people have been following me on Goodreads lately and I don't know if it's from this I hope it is I um, hope so too I give everybody a TikTok. five so <laughs> I thought it was my... it a three says a lot yeah I know because you like don't want to hurt the author but you're also kind of like Coho is okay she'll be okay. no one's gonna hurt Coho right I yeah I don't want to do it for like any to be author. spiteful or something yeah no it's just like this is the truth like this is how yeah. I feel like I hate when people do that when like there's a book that's like it hasn't even come out yet and people are losing their minds okay. in, or it's like someone that got the pre-order and they're like purposely like all jumping on there and tanking like a tiktok trend someone's thing oh my god well here's what kind of bugged me this is like similar to that with like goodreads ratings i just read oh my god we totally skipped over side piece but like i read that elena urquhart book she is one of the co-hosts of morbid podcasts if you're listening to this podcast you probably know them they're huge um but her book, I thought it was great. It was shorter. It's literally her first novel. So and like the fact that's that awesome. I mean, the fact that it's 200 pages or like maybe 180, it's not very long at all. You would fly through it. Um, 
but it was really good. But there were ratings on there and there were a ton of like five star ones. But then there were a lot of people like rating it really shitty um, and being like, I think people are just rating this high because she's on Morbid. And it's like, so are you just rating it low to be a bitter Betty? Like, what is wrong with you? I just <laughs> no, thought it was really? so weird. Like, I was like, is it really that bad? Like, I thought it was pretty good. It was like shifting perspectives between um, like a serial killer and the person hunting the serial killer. Like oh, I the think you said that. I yeah, yeah. That. I can't remember if we talked about it, but um, she herself is an autopsy tech, so she was like very scientific about things. And I found it interesting. Oh, like yeah. I <laughs> yeah people are rude i don't know what i mean like don't 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 be like i I don't like that people become like you know whatever and they're gonna go out there and like crush somebody's dreams i feel very much the same way about like anything like yelp reviews and all of that shit like don't if you had a bad experience you know i'm not asking you to lie right you can tell the truth but the people that are like i'm gonna ruin this business and all these things it's like Right. Exactly. Like I appreciate my mom, for example, my mom is like very much a person that like if something goes wrong or she doesn't like something, she'll just, she just won't go there anymore. We took mm-hmm. my mom to this new brewery in our hometown last week. And it's like self-serve kind of like you go up to the bar, oh, you yeah, order your yeah. food. And then it's like a little thing buzzes and you come back up and you pick up your food. And like, she hates that. Mm-hmm. And granted, she's also not a beer drinker, so it's just not for her in general. She just yeah, wanted to she's check like, it out. Cool experience, but she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm never gonna go there again. It's not <laughs> for me. My mom is not gonna get on their Facebook page and be like, absolutely terrible service, so zero star. Like, it's <laughs> so silly. It's so silly. You're like what i what did i see it was like never trust somebody who has the time to leave a review which is a little bit different on goodreads because that's truly the whole point of goodreads it's kind of like influencer it's like it's there for reviews um but that's kind of like our side gig (laughs) is reviewing books so (laughs) you actually do it it's not because we don't have lives um yeah we definitely do hence why we are a little bit late on this um Fave character, least fave character. Is it bad that I just like don't care that much? Like, I think like, I don't know. I mean, Hunter sucked, the boyfriend who cheated, but also so did the roommate. But then also I'm kind of like annoyed with Sydney herself. Like why? Mm-hmm. You... No, I was annoyed with her too. Mm-hmm. How did you not see it? <laughs> how, like, I, yeah, no. The, Girl, I, how did you not know? I think the room, I don't know. I guess I'm just going to say the roommate and I'm not trying to pick her because like, oh, women hating women. Mm-hmm. I think because I think it's very fucking bizarre to like, hey, you should date this guy that I've been fucking. That's so <gasps> weird to me. Yes. Um, yes. It was like a power move to like kind of be like, I'm doing mm-hmm. It's just, and also gross. And I'm just I- like. I would not, I would immediately not be friends with somebody. Like uh, if a friend, if you're, if you're sleeping with somebody and you're like, you should date him. You suggested it. It's so weird. Right. Like you put us in this situation, not me. Like, why, why are we, why are we doing this? I don't understand. (laughs) Like, is there a pillow talk, like lighting a cigarette and being like, so I met the best person for you. Like, it was just so weird. (laughs) And I'm like, fuck this girl. I don't even remember her name. She's irrelevant. Um, And I wouldn't have even remembered Hunter's if it wasn't on the back cover. (laughs) So whatever. No, Um, true. 
but that's exactly favorite character. I would say uh, Bridget, but that's only because of the second book. So it's hard for me. I this is why I was like, shit, I shouldn't have started that. But I you know what? I really liked Maggie. Maggie yeah. was, you know, unproblematic, just trying to live her life. Mm, um, hold on. I didn't like that she did like, oh, go out in your bra in front of him. Like I thought that was weird. It, like it was, it some was weird. weird things. And I'm like, I get it, you're drunk, but like I just again, that's where you're hiding your feelings, right? Like she had suspicions, she wasn't comfortable. And it's like, why not say that as soon as the girl moves in? Right. Be like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not comfortable with this. Like it annoyed me because she was looking for an out. Yeah. But I guess and like, she wasn't like honest. Flawed, it's just flawed people, right? Again, the miscommunication trope. And I'm like <laughs> miscommunication trip which i cannot stand no it's just least exhausting because we're like Mm -hmm. it's hard enough to deal with this in real life like i guess in some ways it's relatable but it's not relatable when you make these weird ass scenarios that you're like no it feels it feels very much like like and i get that they are in college like that is like the understanding but that's Mm -hmm. exactly what it felt like is like this feels like drama you had like in college and I'm like oh yeah it is in college because like I it's definitely YA, remember... but not because it was spicy like I know it right. was spicy but you're like I'm just grateful that there was no like oh she's a virgin I'm freaking so I'm so He's sick like, of... oh my god I'm so excited no one's ever touched your pussy before it's... like shut the fuck up it's so <laughs> weird I don't understand because and I guess because we're oh women god. right because I'm not like I have had never been like oh I would love a nun like a virgin dick that's never been a thing for a female to be well, like oh also my God, for I me to read smut, ever... it's not hot for me like we <sighs> can't wait for the hymen rip Woo! like there's nothing <laughs> about that that seems fun and i don't no. know why it's a, i, I, I don't think know what that is about guys mm, loving it so much it's i mean grooming, I, it's grooming vibes it's grooming it's, vibes it's very uncomfy it's vibes. young and it's like ew <laughs> you know what i mean like ew yeah no i just I, it comes from somewhere and it's like when female authors write it all the time you're like why mm-hmm. are you glorifying are virgins you yeah no, I just, there's nothing wrong there is literally nothing wrong with virginity there's nothing wrong with being a virgin but it's the way that it's sexualized it's the way that it becomes oh like there's an insinuation that the first person you have sex with is literally like owns you and I'm right. like, I fucking hate that like no. oh she just couldn't get enough it's like yeah she's never seen anything else First time she's on a dick. It's exciting. Right. Like, you're like, just... I, yeah, no, it's exciting. And then it's also like, actually, this is, you're but like, this you is know terrible. What? It was not great. This person didn't make me come. Like, let's stop doing that. Like, different, but then again, different tropes for different folks. I just don't understand it. I might not understand lots of kinks and shit, but like, I just like, <laughs> there's no part of me that like fondly remembers losing my virginity. Like, oh, that was such a great feeling. Like, no. I literally, I mean, I know, I know how old I was. I know the entire like situation around it, but I cannot remember at all how it was. Mm. No. I can't remember at all. And I was older. Like most people are like in high school. I was in my Mm twenties and I still have no memory of it. So like must not have been that great. Yeah, it wasn't notable, obviously. <laughs> it was not notable. Um, whether good or bad, you know what I mean? There's no impression of it. So, like... You didn't write in your diary, like, he had a very <laughs> funny joke today. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica had a very funny 
shop today. Oh my gosh. No, no, that did not happen. Um, and I'm sure that person does not listen to this podcast, so it's fine. It's fine. You'll find out now. <laughs> so would, would we recommend that's a mixed answer for me? I would say like nine times out of 10, no, but how I found myself reading the sequel, I don't know. I think it was just a short book and I'm like, I just want to know what's going on. Like, what was so great about this story that you felt the need to continue? That's where I want to know, I guess. I think if you, I think here's the thing. You and I read a lot. Yeah. And we kind of read all over the place. If, if like romance, like this, like corny, like very obvious, like if that is your jam. It is Hallmark vibes. Yeah. You're going to like it. It's not that Mm, there's anything Hallmark meets Lifetime, I guess. Yeah, because you got that drama. Right. It is dramatic, but like it's, you know, that's it's fine. It's not like it's a bad book. It's just, is it my favorite thing? Would I read it again? Would I continue on? No. We have high expectations when you've read Verity, Layla, Mm -hmm. Ugly Love. It ends with us. You have higher expectations. Yeah. And this, I think, is one of her earlier books, I want to say. Yeah, because I don't see anybody ever really talking about this. No, but she has so many that she's written. And Mm -hmm. obviously, she just keeps getting more more and more viral, more, you know, just bigger. And then Ugly Love movie is going to come out. And and I'm interested to see how that. Ugly Love is a movie? I thought they were making It Ends With Us a movie. Are they doing both? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was Ugly Love. Yeah, because when we posted it as um a recap, it was like, okay, we're going to have to look into this. I'm almost positive Ugly Love was. <laughs> I was going to say, I know it ends with us. Is Maybe like, it's just like I a vibe, like, like people are like, trying to make it happen. <laughs> I think it's even it like in production right now. Yes, I know that for sure, but I could have sworn Ugly Love as well, but maybe not. It seems weird to have two of her things in production at the same time. I mean, maybe it could it was be just, by different things. It could have been a hashtag that people were just like wanting to cast trying people to. and trying mm. to make happen. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. Both of them would be very graphic and uncomfortable to watch in many parts. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, how's that going to go? Because people aren't thrilled about Dahmer and they're not thrilled about Blonde. But we will talk about that on Random Recap next week. Okay. I don't know if you've watched any of those, but like people on the internet are pissed off for like a gazillion reasons. Um, I I knew I was not going to watch Dahmer and I'm not like really like I'm into not like Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> but I have, a, I have a really good friend who is... um a huge Marilyn like fan historian like knows everything like and has been vehemently like I will not see this I will not watch this I will not support it like yeah. it's so you but know it whatever was based on a fictional novel like there are plenty of like I right. just entered a Goodreads one for like a historical fiction but it was like loosely based on Jackie Kennedy it's like mm. the story of her year or two abroad when she lived in Paris in college. And you're like, ooh, what's that about? But it's like, we don't know. It's yeah. just inferred. It's historical fiction. And that is what this Joyce Carol Oates book was. Mm. But the fact that they were like portraying a rape scene, trigger warning, like mm. that was hard. The fact that they were portraying her, um, there were a lot of people saying um, it was like, anti-abortion propaganda as well like mm. parenthood was very upset about it because there was a lot of excuse me um like graphics of like 
her fetus growing inside of her and Marilyn Monroe's her being forced to have um a abortion which I cannot remember if that even like there was so much the way this story was told like there was so much mixed into what actually happened that you're like what's real what's not and it's like again it is entertainment purposes but I think the fact that this was a real person like her life was not like what was on stage what was on screen was for your entertainment like her trauma was never mm-hmm. for people's entertainment and that's right. what people are upset about and then when you're featuring a fetus and like showing how traumatic it was for her to have an abortion mm-hmm. like she very may well have like had one by choice and just had one like we don't I don't right. know any of that but I'm like I know that people said like the rape thing literally never happened, but like, she's like that. It was just completely false. (laughs) Like there was something with her having like a throuple relationship with two men. I don't know if that ever happened. Like, but I only got one hour into this three hour movie and then it was just too long for me in period. But then I just saw all the shit about it and I'm like, I don't know if I want to finish it anymore. well and it's also just like any of those things when they come out it's like for someone that is dead like I'm just like it's uncomfy like she's not able to say to say anything right like she died a really long time ago the way that people are like obsessed and fascinated you know like I know I'm like are we doing this and not that we should but like are we doing this to Kurt Cobain's memory like what is it about this woman that you're obsessed with there's lots of questions like did he do it or did somebody do it did she do it or did somebody do that to her like we and unfortunately Mm -hmm. I just don't think we'll ever fully know or I don't know (laughs) that's how I feel anyways Um, yeah I've listened to other like in-depth like podcasts and other things about her that are supposed to be real not unlike this unlike this book and movie that are openly not real but anyways not everybody knows that so that's the upsetting part it's not like it was very obvious it's not like there was a statement at the beginning right yeah or they're like it's in space and you're like okay this isn't real yeah oh my god we're going so off kilter but like (laughs) same shit with jeffrey Dahmer. Um, we'll talk about that. I'm not going to get into depth about that show, but I'll just tell you my opinions and whether I think it's worth watching. Although I think people will do what they want, but that's what we're here for. Whether we think you should waste your time reading or watching something. And Hey, if you're a coho purist, I say, go for this book. If you are not into Hallmark and or like, uh, drama, then I don't even know if I would read any coho. <laughs> Yeah, I would say it's not for you, babe. <laughs> She's not for you. Yeah, I'm excited like you, for your you next try pick. something. I know. So obviously it's like October needed like a, you know, Halloweenies witchy pick. So um a pick me uh, up. Uh, yeah, I know. I would know nothing. I mean, I know the basic of this, but not not much past that. So I'm hoping that it's good. It has really good reviews but anyways I picked um small town big magic by hazel beck okay and um give me one oops I have to I'm adding it on goodreads now guys yeah hazel beck pretty name yeah so it says um I basically saw it because it said like for fans of the x-hacks and I was like me 
So um, it's a fun witchy rom-com in which a bookstore owner is fighting to revitalize a small Midwestern town. She classes with her rival, the mayor, and uncovers not only a clandestine mm. group that wields a dark magic, um, but hidden power she didn't know she possessed, which is, aren't we a right? Um, mm. No one has pride like this person, local indie bookstore owner and youngest chamber commerce president. She'll do anything for her hometown. Da, 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 da. Um, so basically her arch rival seems to have sent impossible paranormal creatures after her. Is he a witch? Is she? Turns <laughs> out witches are real and he's one of them. And so it's a coming of age test. Um, and basically like time to explore those powers, her blossoming relationship with her childhood friend, and this ancient evil that has awakened in her small town. And like, um, you know, basically just up for them to save their little small town as everyone's discovering they've got powers and stuff. So I don't it's know. So cute. It sounds it like looks cute. Someone, the cover yeah. looked real cute. Um How they get you. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, you know me, I'm not about a, a spooky, spooky read. I want like a comfy, spooky read. So Yeah. That's, like that's a, where we're at. A, and we've all read the spooky. Text, so. mm -hmm. I'm trying to find Okay, I just put it on hold, but I'm like trying to see. Usually it'll say like one week wait or whatever. And I'm like, should I wait mm. for this or just check if it's on Kindle Unlimited? I gotta see. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, Small Town Big Magic by Hazel Beck. Next week we'll do random recap. Then the week after we will do this and it will come to you by Tuesday morning at the latest. <sighs> Hopefully. <laughs> we have an adult book fair on Saturday in Buffalo. And to clarify, because I guess we have to, that does not mean porn or porn books. Just like there's no picture books. Okay. Like don't bring your kid looking for Dr. Seuss. It's not here. It's, right. Like in our little grown erasers. Up, yeah. Grown up merch, grown up bookish things, gifts. Um, I feel like if that's what we were doing, we would have called it like a spicy book fair or something. I like, think, but apparently... don't. Or put it in quotes. Like, I just, it was so funny how many questions we got about that. And I'm like, yeah, like, do you have to be 21? And I was like, no, but like, I'm just saying there's no little kid books here. Like, please don't bring a stroller. I'd prefer, I said it's all ages, but I'm like, please don't like bring a stroller. <laughs> right. No, like, it, exactly. It's not yeah. going to have, those it's not going to have that type of, of room either. Little it's red truck is busy, not there. Busy. Yeah. Not a little blue truck. <laughs> you guys have the Scholastic Book Fair, okay? You guys have major sponsorship. Give us this, you know. Give right. us moms and and dads. Uh, give mm -hmm. us this, <laughs> and in between, and everyone in between. But anyways, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Finally, <laughs> I know we'll see you next week. Hopefully this Saturday. Also, mm, we can't yeah. wait. But until then, read books. It's, it's weird, weird out, out there. there. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Got a book recommendation for us? Send it to halfbakedbookclub at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at halfbakedbookclub. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Hometown Spice, where Dylan and her hometown bestie dive into the spiciest reads you can imagine. The Half-Baked Book Club podcast was created, written, and produced by Lana Rich and Dylan Harrison. For more information, head to halfbakedbookclub.com.